This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Funding fight heats up. New pushback on trade aid funding. Pelosi optimistic on USMCA and EPA partners with PETA. Senate GOP tees up fights over research agencies and funding. Senate Republicans are drawing battle lines with House Democrats this fall over a range of spending issues. Those fights will include Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue's relocation of two USDA research agencies to the Kansas City area. The fiscal 2020 spending bill for USDA that the House passed this summer would block the move from being carried out. But a FY20 bill that the Senate Appropriations Committee will debate coming up tomorrow would provide $25 million to fund the relocation. Rural broadband is another issue that will confront negotiators. The Senate bill has no new funding for USDA's Reconnect Loan and Grant Program. The House has approved another $550 million for the program in FY20. For more on the appropriations bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. Key Democrat demands information on USDA spending. House Democratic leaders backed away from shutting down the Trump administration's trade assistance payments to farmers. But a senior member of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, Connecticut Representative Rosa DeLauro, is demanding a briefing from USDA officials on how the money is being spent. The administration's broad and sustained use of the CCC funds for this agricultural program far beyond the size and scope of Congress' original intent, DeLauro says in a letter to Secretary Perdue. She said it is essential that members of Congress be briefed as soon as possible as to the administration's future plans to continue distributing direct assistance using CCC funds. Now keep in mind, Democratic complaints about the CCC spending could get a lot louder if President Trump authorizes a third round of trade assistance in 2020, which seems a sure bet if the trade war with China continues. Democrats not yet satisfied on USMCA. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the White House still hasn't met Democrats' demands for stronger enforcement on labor and environmental reform and the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. It doesn't even count if it isn't enforceable, Pelosi said on CNBC's Mad Money. But she stressed that she's optimistic the House will eventually pass the USMCA implementing bill. We've been working very diligently to get yes in a timely way. Until we do, there's nothing to bring to the floor. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer delivered proposals last week to House Democrats in response to the demands they gave him in early August. U.S. and China prep for high-level trade talks. Chinese Vice Finance Minister Lao Min is scheduled to arrive in Washington today to begin working with U.S. trade officials on preparation for the minister-level talks tentatively planned for early October. By the way, China continues to buy more U.S. soybeans. USDA announced uh, yesterday an export sale of 260,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans for delivery in the 1920 marketing year. This was the third straight daily announcement of a sale to China, and the total since Friday is 720,000 metric tons. South Korea confirms first ASF case. 
South Korea's Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs has confirmed the country's first case of African swine fever at a commercial swine operation. After submitting samples proven positive, the ministry descended on the location of the infection with a team to cull pigs and sanitize the farm. ASF, a virulent disease with a 90% mortality rate for pigs, but poses no human health risk. It's already spread through China and reached Hong Kong and the Philippines. USDA moves ahead with swine inspection overhaul. The USDA's new hog inspection rule is being hailed by industry as a necessary dose of common sense that will open the door to more industry innovation. But food safety and worker advocates have been vocal in their criticism of the proposed rule and have not changed their tune with the appearance of the final version. They are studying the rule to decide whether there are grounds for a lawsuit. There is also the question of what USDA Inspector General Phyllis Fong will conclude when she finishes a report looking at whether USDA used flawed worker safety data to develop the new swine inspection system, which shifts some tasks from USDA inspectors to plant employees. It is stunning that this rule was issued despite the USDA Office of Inspector General's open investigation into the agency's rulemaking actions. That the word of Debbie Berkowitz, Director of Worker Safety and Health Programs at the National Employment Law Project. Berkowitz said the rule directly contradicts the Occupational Safety and Health Act, the law of the land since 1970, which requires employers to provide safe conditions. The rule would lift limits on line speeds in hog production plants. The North American Meat Institute, which represents processors, says the inspection option will benefit consumers as well as plants. PETA, yes, PETA, working with EPA. Environmental Protection Agency is working with people for the ethical treatment of animals on a new policy to reduce pesticide testing on birds. A key component of the draft policy is waiving requirements for toxicity studies that offer little additional scientific information or public health protection, according to EPA. The draft policy represents another step toward the agency's commitment to reduce animal testing while also ensuring that the agency receives enough information to support pesticide registration decisions that are protective of public health and environment, according to EPA. EPA and PETA are working together on what is called a retrospective analysis of avian dietary studies. This analysis will address whether EPA can confidently assess the risk to birds using only a single oral dose protocol. Grassley wants Trump SRE deal on paper. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa is holding back on supporting President Trump's ethanol proposal until he sees it on paper. The deal is supposed to require an increase in ethanol usage to account for waivers issued to small refineries. I'm not going to announce anything or say cheers until I see it on paper because EPA is putting it on paper, and I know there is a big voice for big oil in EPA, Grassley told reporters. We want 15 billion gallons to be 15 billion gallons. Farmers outraged after learning that Trump personally ordered EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler to issue 31 small refinery exemptions. Well, here's today's He Said It. This was an organic, enough is enough kind of feeling among the ag industry. 
corn, soy farmers, biofuel producers across a whole swath of Midwestern states, and not just one. That the National Biodiesel Board's Kurt Kavarik talking about farmer outrage over Trump ordering the refinery waivers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.